It is The Brink. Hello, remember us? We are that show that existed once, twice, three times a lady all those years ago and was even a podcast for a while. But apparently more than 400 odd days and a year and a half later, we are back for a brand new episode. It's not that random best of that we just shoved down your speakers back in December when there wasn't really much to have a best of of best of of that's a great way to start uh it's exciting to be back for episode 148 of the brink podcast my name is ben you might not remember me because it's been a while but excited to bring the show back to both our listeners hello to both of you i hope the kids are well uh but we are excited to be able to bring some new content some new guests and everything else in between it's obviously been a while a lot has happened since we last brought you a proper episode back in february 2021 not going to go into the details but let's just say back in australia right now recording this but have spent the last few months of my life in the greatest city on the planet of New York City, uh, experiencing lots of great things over there. Also took me to New Jersey as well, as you will hear in this, why I was there, at least who I'm hanging out with. So we got some exciting segments to come for you today with a couple of local New York slash Jerseyites to talk about their lives, learn a little bit more about them, bring back the classic five questions segment because we know that's what you miss in life. You just sit around every single day and go, oh, I really wish the Brink would come back so they can ask random people five questions that I really want to know the answers to. Well, today it's going to happen, all right? It's going to happen. You're going to hear it, and you're going to learn stuff about people from another part of the world, which is exciting, and I know you're excited for it. So I'm going to shut up. We're going to throw straight into our first new guest on this show. Then you hear another new guest, and you hear stuff with them, And then I'll come back and I'll close things off because this is what we do on the brink and this is why you have missed us greatly. As we return from a lengthy break of whatever it was, we are sitting right now in an apartment in New York and bringing you special guests in our return episodes. And I would like to think that having spent more than three months in New York, that I'm a local New Yorker but apparently I don't know if I am, but we are joined right now by a local New Yorker, maybe, I don't know. I don't know how she classifies herself. Um, Her name is Casey Howren. And I'm gonna start by asking, oh, first of all, Casey, welcome to the break. And how is Wren? Oh, so good. Have you ever gotten that question before? No, that's you and your Australian accent thinking that's... I'm, but I'm a local New Yorker, am I not? So local. So local. I need to ask, have you ever been on a podcast before? No. And why is that? Are you anti-podcast? Hardcore anti-podcast. So that's anti. You're on an Australian podcast right now. We don't say words like anti. That's just wrong. Can you speak proper English? Thought you were a local New Yorker? Yes, and I'm trying to, you know, infiltrate my accent into the local New Yorkness stuff. Can you give me an Australian accent? No. (laughs) (laughs) You thought about it there for a second. You were like... "Ah, ah." What was the razor blade? Rise. Raise. Rise. Rise. Up. Up. Lights. Lights. Say it all together. Rise up lights. No, you just said razor blades. You are Australian. Um, but you listen to podcasts. Just give a plug for the podcast that you do listen to. 
the one and only podcast that I listen to. The Brink. Oh, wow. That's amazing. What do you think of it? <laughs> Absolute wonderful. I also listen to the Oz Network, Australian Survivor Archives, 007, Euros Vision, and what's the other one? Off the Podium. Is that my voice? <laughs> yes, I'm a local New Yorker. <laughs> I'm a local New Yorker. You're not serious. What's the name of the podcast you do listen to? Guys, we fucked. Guys, we fucked. You're not allowed to swear on the show. Well, fuck. <laughs> uh, tell us about Guys, We Fucked. Well, the, the podcast. We don't really want to learn about your sex life. Oh. <laughs> well, it's Corinne Fisher and Christina Hutchinson. They talk every week about sex positive stories, answering fan emails, answering their sex related questions, and then. The show started out when they were interviewing guys they had fucked, but now mostly interviewing other comedians about sex. I don't know how I'd go if I interviewed the guys I'd fucked. That would be a very uh, short podcast, but it'd also be quite entertaining. I mean, I, I don't know how I'd feel about that. I would listen. Y- you would listen. Hi, Bruce. How are you? Good, Ben. Thanks for fucking me. That's good. How's your day? Do you like chips? Um, is that how it goes? Um, not quite. But close. You saw them live, I believe. How was it? Uh, Christina live. Right. Aguilera? Yes. And how was she? Did she sing dirty? No. Why not? Because <laughs> it wasn't who I saw live. How was it seeing a podcast alive? I mean, you're seeing a podcast alive right now, but besides this idiot that you're staring at, what about that idiot that you saw? Not that she's an idiot. She's probably very nice. <laughs> My talented. She's doing live shows. I'm not doing live shows, so clearly she's talented. Well, since her kind of main job other than podcast host is comedian it was a comedy set so see i'm a podcast host who tries to be a comedian which how how does how do you think i'm doing yeah how's that going i I don't know i can tell you a joke please do what do you do when a bird shits on your window what never take her out again (laughs) what an australian joke (laughs) thank you thank you very much um i I can also tell you a joke um the washington capitals Oh. Not a joke. Oh, we'll talk about that eventually. Um, t- tell our listener about you. Who are you? Where, where do you come from? Why are you in New York? Give us a, a brief rundown of Casey Howren. To the one listener who is probably... Hi, John. <laughs> doesn't care at all about my life. Well, I, that's why I'm asking you, though. Like, make them care about your life. Come on, don't sell yourself down. That's my job. Oh, thank you. Don't sell me down. It's not all about you. Oh. Thanks. Um, my life from New Jersey, about an hour and a half. Boo. Sorry, I'm in New York. I'm into this. It's an automatic reaction. I don't know why it happens. Because you're a local New Yorker. Exactly. Well, grew up in New Jersey. Boo. <laughs> an hour. You suck. <laughs> an Let's hour. Let's go, Rangers. <laughs> Sorry. Are you done? Uh, well, last me in five to ten minutes. <laughs> I haven't done this in 18 months. I would like to, you know, let out. Oh, okay. If I say it again... You are from New Jersey. Yes. Like, hour and a half away from the city, so... Always grew up thinking I never, ever want to live in New York City. Can I, can I, can I interrupt you for one second? Sorry, I'm, I'm rude. I'm just going to back up one second. You weren't born in New Jersey, though. No. Where were you born? You could, like, go back to the beginning, because you, you're lying to our listener right now. <laughs> sorry, John. Yeah, sorry. Come on, John, John's very thorough about this. He wants to know everything. Oh, I feel like you want me to relay enough information so John can, like, steal my identity. That's exactly it. We're secretly an identity-stealing podcast, so we've just got to stay true to our uh, listenership base. Do you want to know, like, the exact hospital I was born in? Uh, I want to know your social security number, all that sort of stuff, yes. Oh, right, okay. So, 
let's see, on November 10th. Oh, there we go. Happy birthday. <laughs> For the last 30 years that I haven't said that. No. I just aged you. Sorry. No, that's rude. You never, you know, do a female's age. She's actually 21. Yes, clearly. Um, born in St. Louis, Missouri. Woo, let's go, Blues. <laughs> lived there until I was like three. Then we lived in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Woo, let's go, Timberwolves. <laughs> For about like 18 months, had my fifth birthday party at Camp Snoopy in the Mall of America. I can love the Mall of America. Yep, that's my one fun fact. Um, Everyone's fun fact when they go to Minneapolis. What did you do? Went to the Mall of America. Cool. Yeah, but have they all had their fifth birthday party there? It's either, it's either go to the Mall of America or start a race for it. Whatever you want to do. Too soon? <laughs> yes. Sorry. Move on. <laughs> Too soon, Ben. Um, moved to New Jersey when I was like six, started kindergarten there. So essentially call that my hometown because lived there. What's the actual town? Like, because New Jersey's a state. Mm. It's a fair point. It is Pennington. New Pennington. Jersey. Do they make pens there? No. It's a bit of false advertising. I don't get <laughs> Pennington. Don't get the jump to pens other than the same first three letters. That's the joke. There's the word pen in it. Was that a joke? There's no such thing as Ningtons. I don't know what a Nington is. Move on, yes. No. Pretty sure it's called Pennington because it was originally called Penny Town because there was a penny toll to get through the main. So literal, you Americans. Yeah, well. There was York and then it became New. So then it was New York. Yes. Yep. And before it was New York, it was New Amsterdam, so... Because there was an Amsterdam. And now there was a new one. And then one. now there was a, there was a new one. It's like, there's Washington, because you had a ton of stuff that you had to wash. Yes, that is exactly where that came from. Yeah. That, that's, yep, yep. Because there was Chicago, because mm-hmm. there was shy people in cargo. Yes. <laughs> Obviously. Right? <laughs> Can't fault your logic there. Thank you. There was New Orleans, because there was an Orleans, and then it became new. And now it's New Orleans. Salt Lake City, because there was a salt lake, and then they built a city on it. Whoa. Right? And so, like, Park Slope? I have no fucking idea with it. Sure, that's just dumb, but whatever. It's in Brooklyn. Miami, right? Because there was me, and then it was my, so it became my aunt me. No. It was Tampa Bay, and they can get fucked. That is true. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so you lived in Pennington. Yeah, lived there pretty much, like, my whole childhood. Kindergarten through, all the way through high school, lived there. And then went to college in Fredericksburg, Virginia. Woo, Virginia, let's go virgins. Yeah. Sure. What's in Virginia? I don't know. There's lots of stuff in Virginia. Give me one thing. Wine. Go wine. There you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, I went to school in Fredericksburg, Virginia, University of Mary Washington. Yeah, woo. Good times. Then You danced. I did dance. I danced all throughout high school and college. All of the kinds of dance. Did you become a rocket? No, my life's biggest failing. And why didn't you become a rocket? I'm too short. That's a bit heightest. I mean, 
They want what they want. Should have worn, like, taller shoes. Yeah, well, all of them are wearing heels and... Like, well, higher hair. If you're in the 80s, you might have made it. Yeah. I mean, I only needed three more inches, so... That's what all the girls say. Yep. Say it all the time. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, so you didn't become a rocket. You lived in that place in Virginia. Mm-hmm. And then moved to the Washington, D.C. area. Whoa, let's go Bullets. Oh, wait, they're the Wizards now. Sorry. No other teams to cheer for in Washington. Well, what? let's go Washington football team. They're the Commanders now, Let's ben. go Commanders. And let's go Caps. Sure. All right. <laughs> Woo, let's go Nationals. They used to be Montreal, so we like them. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm sure the Capitals are fine. Don't know anyone who goes to them, though. No. Let's go Ovi. Yeah. Let's go that guy that you think's hot, Wilson. <laughs> you had to think about that? Well, he's got a hot girlfriend. That is true. He's hot, too. Like, I'd totally lick his face. I mean, he does have a great face. Would you lick it? Yes. Cool. <laughs> so you went to Washington, is that why you go to the Capitals? It is. Enough of my friends to... It's a like having friends. It's a lot of fun. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know if that ever happens to me one day. Sorry, I keep interrupting. Yes, Washington, Capitals, yep, cool. Yeah, had enough friends who grew up in that area who were diehard Caps fans, and they brainwashed me, so it is all their fault. But we won the cup four years ago. So Which you keep reminding everyone. Yep. Get over it. It's been four years. Yeah, how many years has it been for you, Ben? 15 for Anaheim, 33 for Calgary, but whatever. Uh-huh. So We've all won one each, so shut up. Well. We made it one round further than you this year. Shut up. <laughs> you shut up. Um, let's see. Life story. Lived in Washington, D.C. for my first job. Then I went back to grad school, which went to London School of Economics. Ooh, let's go. No, fuck London. <laughs> I loved London. London was the best. Would move there again in a heartbeat. But unfortunately, they are assholes who don't want to take people from other countries and give them jobs. No, they just send them to other countries as prisoners. Oh, fuck faces. So instead, I had to move back to the United States. And New York was kind of the closest thing to London. So here you are. Here I am. Now, um, exciting. Thanks for sharing that. Um, what is your job? I am in market research. So how would you describe to John and dumb bums like me what market do you, do you research the market? So we help brands and companies kind of, yeah, research their market, figure out what their consumers and customers actually want and get them connected to the people that are buying their products or kind of engaging with their brand and make sure that their voices are kind of heard so that future launches or future advertising, future kind of anything the brand does will actually resonate. So basically as a podcast, I could be like, hey, Casey's company, I have a new podcast. I want you to put this out to the audiences so they can listen to it and go, this is the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. And then you come back to me and go, they all kind of aren't a fan of it. And so I then have to tweak shit and keep coming back to you until maybe one of them says, yeah, I might listen to that if I'm drunk. Exactly that. Right. Okay. And how did you, did you like wake up like one day in 
that place in Virginia and go like, fuck, I really want to research market? Like, how do you get into that? No, I kind of fell into it. So I did math and sociology. Good connection there. Yeah, it was very random. I was just good at math. So that was kind of the path that my parents were like, that would make you more money than anything else at this liberal arts school. So you should continue with that. But I also was just very interested in sociology. So worked out that I could double major and still finish in four years. So I just went for it. And then my senior year, I found like this internship that pretty much pointed out the fact that I could take math and analyzing numbers and also the whole sociology side, thinking about why people do what they do and put them together and it would be essentially market research so do, do you enjoy it i do do you get free shit i do and and what is it like i know i can't talk about like who you work for and shit that's fine but like can you tell me like the, what the best free thing you've ever got in is like without disclosing like the company if that makes sense I mean, I've gotten a lot of free shampoo and free chocolate recently, and it's a great combination. I hope it's not like chocolate shampoo that you just, like, eat. No. No. Not a thing coming to any market near you. Okay, cool. All right. Um, now, New York, how long have you lived here? Almost three years. Now, what is the best and worst thing about living in New York? Best is... Besides meeting me. Oh. Okay, well... Yes, I'll have to come up with something else. That's for both, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, a new worst. The best is definitely just the amount of things to do and everything going on so close. Can step outside my apartment and very quickly get down to Broadway or to some like cool museum or experience without ever really having to leave this little island and also just the convenience of can step out of my door run all of the errands that I ever need to run have every kind of food available like it's all just right there so you're literally on Manhattan too so you are on an island yes I am on the upper west side of Manhattan which is a beautiful part of the city if I have to say so worst part of New York yeah it is a little gross the garbage that piles up and then you know the rats and it's also just gotten a little scary lately with people on the subway randomly attacking other people on the subway yeah like lovely reading a news story which is like guy randomly murdered on subway didn't know the person got shot I was like cool sweet thanks New York did you ever think when you were growing up in Pennington, New Jersey, that you'd be living in New York City? No. I, had you visited here? Yeah. My family like would come in occasionally for things like a Broadway show or to see the Rockettes or I'd do some touristy thing. But I always was very adamant that I would never live in New York City because it was gross and overwhelming and just too intense, which is also... Kind of true. But are you glad now that you have? Because you're not going to be here for much longer. You are dying. Um, yeah, you, it really makes it sound like you're planning on murdering me after you, this. Oh, shit. Now the, the, the cat's out of the bag. You are moving back to Washington. But 
like, are you glad to say that you have lived in this city? Yeah, I definitely think it was great experience. Have gotten to do all of the fun New York things, going to Broadway, going to sports games, the museums, seeing all of the things. So definitely worth it for just kind of that experience. Which, I mean, I've been here for three months. Loved every second of it. Don't want to leave, but, you know, sad. But it's it's a unique place. Do you, does it ever to you... I mean, I don't know if you ever had that awe of New York when you would come here before you lived here, you know, seeing things like super tall buildings, you know, Times Square, your favourite place, like, you know, icon after icon. Like, I mean, you've lived here for three years. Like, do you just... I know you don't like Times Square, but, like, it's there. Or, like, oh, there's the Empire State Building. Or there's the Statue of Liberty. Like, these things that not just even Americans know, but literally everyone on the planet knows these things. Like, does it lose its, like... Wowness. No. I would say even, like, now when I go into, like, my office, which is near Times Square, as much as I hate Times Square, it's still kind of that thing of, like, wow, I'm just going to work right near this major, like, tourist destination. I'm going about my everyday life while these people are coming from all over the world to see this thing that I can very clearly hate because it's just like in the neighborhood of my office and then I have to deal with all the tourists and bloody tourists bloody tourists bloody foreigners you're the worst terrible so so you just don't like the people of like Times Square like just it's crowded it's just like that's the only thing you don't like about it well it's kind of overrated if you ask me boo I mean it's so many people standing around to look at shiny billboards did you go? What's that one in London that they've got a similar like mini times at Trafalgar Square? Is that theirs? No, it's um, Piccadilly. Yeah, Piccadilly Circus, and it's not even close to like the same thing. It's just like one corner of billboards, but Times Square is way more overwhelming. Like so many more people, and they're usually just standing around staring at billboards. Or, like, you got the creepy people in, like, the Elmo costumes and, like, the Mickey Mouses with, like, his head half off. Giant Transformer. Yeah, they're terrifying. King Kong. And they are, like, so aggressively scamming people for money and it's just not a great vibe. The scary ones are the CD people because, like, I feel like the, the mascots, like, just stay out of their way. Like, naked cowboy, naked cowgirls. The, the, the CD ones are the freaky ones because they're literally, like, right up in your jam and if you touch a CD, they basically charge you for it straight away. So you just got to, like... Like, one thing I've learned is to be a bit of a, like, a bit of a bastard in this city because you just got to, like, be aggressively just, like, fuck off, basically. Like, like, what did I do in the bar last night? Basically, I had some guy right up in my grill. I, and I, I, I'm not confrontational. I don't do shit. This guy, I literally turned him, like, like, dude, can you, like, just move over a little bit? And, like, got all New Yorker up in his grill. Mm-hmm. It was... That's a good job. I, I was very proud of myself. I was very proud of you too. Yeah, that's like the I toughest thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> yeah, good job. Like, like I could have started a fight. I would have lost quite easily. And I don't think it would have escalated that far. And that guy was way too drunk. Like I reckon I would have just flicked him and he would have fallen over. Um, are you going to miss anything in New York? I think that convenience. Like, mm. going to have to get my car out of my parents' garage again because I'm wow. going to need to go, like, drive to get groceries or, oh. like, drive to get places instead of just walking or... Bagels. Does DC do bagels? Not as well. Right. And pizza? Not as well. Chinese? Yes. 
they do well everyone is Chinese I mean China doesn't China does better Chinese because it's where it's from but um well okay what's then like a DC thing like you know people think about bagels and pizza and stuff like that like when I went to Philly the other day it was you know cheesesteak like Chicago it's a pizza thing like you know what's DC known for besides corrupt politicians I think that's it is there like a DC food no no uh, not that I can think of coffee I mean, I mean, they do good coffee, but I think D.C. is also just such a melting pot. And it's got such, like, high turnover of people because, mm. like, every time someone new gets elected, they bring, like, a whole new staff of people in. And there's just always people coming and going. So there's a lot of good, like... I don't know, like, can walk down, like, some neighborhoods, find really good, like, Mexican food, Ethiopian food, like, they've got a good mix of pretty much everything, just because you've got people from all over the world coming there, too, and... Did you ever watch House of Cards? No. There's that guy in House of Cards who had a little, like, a food place where Frank would go all the time. I can't remember what type of food it was, but... I don't know, I know it's a TV show, but I'm just trying to think of, like, a Washington thing. Um, like, similar question I asked for about New York. Like, oh, there's the Empire State Building, Central Liberty. Like, when you're in D.C., is it like, oh, wow, the White House, Capitol Building. Like, yeah. is that, like, does that lose its thing? I mean, I've been to D.C. once. I was there for, like, one day, and even I was like, wow, like, the White House, Capitol, you know, that sort of stuff. But, like, does that lose its... No, I think it's kind of that same thing where, like, I used to work three blocks from the White House and mm. would go, like, occasionally eat lunch in the little park right by there. Who was in power at that time? Obama. Okay, all right, just, just checking. That was. Did you just like, sup, Brack, just like wave at him when you're eating your cheese sandwich or something? Yeah, pretty much. It was like, Brock, I love you. Did, you, like, did people like just go there and like wait at like the gates and just see if they can like see him? No, it'd just be more like people standing there taking pictures of the White House or like people set up little protests or whatever. But... Yeah, I think also then every time I drive by, like, the Washington Monument, when, like, it would be, like, because I lived in Northern Virginia, and that's where I will be living again. So to get into the city, you drive over the bridge and usually come, like, right past the Washington Monument. And it'd be like, I'm just going to, like, the bar, but Hmm. look, there's the Washington Monument, just where it always is. I'm going to, we're going to break and come back for another thing, but just, I, I mean... On the topic, not getting political, but, like, would you sit on the lawn and wave? Would you say, like, sup, Joe? Do we like Mr. Grandpa Joe? I mean, yeah. Love Grandpa Joe. He's just a chill grandpa who is not an insane maniac. So, yeah. Don't know who you're talking about. Bush wasn't that bad, was he? <laughs> no. I wouldn't go as far as maniac. No. Well, the innocent days of Bush. Sounds wrong, doesn't it? Um, we'll come back and we'll ask you some five questions, which I'm sure you're very excited for. Thrilled. I know. As we continue to learn about people and their lives in the great city of New York, we've actually left the great city of New York to enter the slightly subpar state of New Jersey. As we <laughs> learn, I'm getting the finger, wow, uh, about... A local New Jerseyite, I don't know what the word is there, um, and other stuff. Um, please welcome to the brink, Jen Sharke. Uh, can I make your name sound more posh by saying that? That's very posh. Um, hi, hello, everybody. 
Jen Sharkey. That's that's more yes. It's better <laughs> Sharky. That's a real name. I'm not making that up. Sharky. It's been as fancy as Sharkey before it's new. Can, do you want me to just that. refer to you still as Sharkey? Uh, Sharky's fine. Okay, thank you. Um, have you ever been on a podcast before? No, I can't say that I have. Have you ever listened to a podcast before? Quite a few, yeah. W- including what are your favourites? Uh, well, everything on the Oz Network, of course. Ah, oh, see, no coaching <laughs> this one. Um, what, it was, what was your favourite episode? Uh. <laughs> the correct answer. All those episodes. There's so many, I can't choose. I know, right? Absolutely. You covered. What, what actually do you listen to other podcasts that aren't the ones that you want to suck up to be on this show? Yes. Uh, well, I'm a big history nerd. It's a lot of history uh, behind the bastards. is always a good one for interesting stories about the worst people. Um, but they're funny and dark humor, and I like that. Uh, what's it like listening to a show that's funny? I wouldn't know what that's like. Uh, you know, you should get try it sometime. I can recommend you some episodes. Is, is it good to tell humor and actually explain the jokes? I feel like if you're explaining the jokes, it's not a joke. And I feel like we had that conversation before. I just feel it's because you're American and you're just not a funny country and you just, you know. I'm not, we're not a funny country. Can you explain to me? Okay, I'm going to learn about you because this is what we do in the show apparently. But why do New Yorkers hate New Jersey? I don't know. I think they're just salty. Because? Everyone, I don't know. Well, everyone, you know, loves to shit on Jersey, make jokes, but we are the most densely populated state in the country, so people must want to live here. If What, what does that mean? Why does that something to celebrate? That just means you've got lots of people in a tight space. Oh, yeah, it's pain in the ass, but <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's my pain in the ass, and I love this state. What, what, um, what would you say to people who shit on New Jersey? Like, what, what, uh, give me five things that are good about this state. Oh, five things. Um, yeah, it's a stretch, I know, but you can get there. Oh, yeah, okay. Um... Well, I love that we have everything within driving distance. So we get the beach within an hour, no matter where you are. You have to pay for everyone. You have to pay for no, the beach. You only pay for the beach. Okay, you only pay for the beach between Memorial Day and Labor Day because so many people come from out of state. They still have to pay for the beach. I know. I'm just saying, Australia, they have to pay to go to the beach. They do pay for the beach, um, only for a few months, because it's crazy busy and they need money to help fix stuff. Um, <laughs> it's got a regulated government and, you know, just better free healthcare, free beaches. You know, come to Australia, the land of the free. Listen, I have that argument all the time. <laughs> um, no guns, it's great. I've, listen, you know. It's just dangerous animals, so we're going to talk about them. Right. Well, they can't be perfect. I get everything. Um, but anyway, the beach is super close, mountains, farms, hiking. Um, food's fantastic if you're an Italian food person. Um, Sopranos, you get murdered by gang members. Uh, that's not really as much anymore. It's calmed down since it's HBO ended that show. Like the 80s, it's, been, it's not as bad. Um, five things, I know. I love... The Devils? No, I don't love the Devils. No. Well, you're not really from New Jersey, are you? No, actually, well, I am first generation. My whole family's from the city, so I've got a lot of New York teams, New York loyalty. Um, you do go for one New Jersey team, you go for the Jets. <laughs> Based in New Jersey. Jersey. They live, I can see them from here. Uh, but no, they're not New Jersey. They should be. But They really should be. I really don't get why they're called the New York Jets when literally everything about them is in New Jersey. Well, it goes back to the prejudice against New Jersey. They don't want to be, the teams don't want to be associated in Jersey. But, mm, but we're good enough for you to play. Well, good, good on the Devils for being proud enough to keep their team here. Good for, good for them. Good for you, New Jersey Devils. Yeah, well, we have left. The Nets fled. They're in Brooklyn now. We exactly. said the Nets here forever. That's true. Good on you, the Nets, for until at least 2010, <laughs> till Jay-Z bought you. Yes. Well, you know, how can you blame them? It's Jay-Z. 
Um, who is the most famous person from New Jersey that isn't Bruce Springsteen? Uh, Danny DeVito. Is he from New Jersey? Okay. What about John Bon Jovi? John Bon Jovi is also from New Jersey. Yes. I don't think he's number two. Who, who else is there? Uh, oh, tons. John Stewart. Yeah, okay. Um, who, I just found out someone was from Jersey. I didn't realize. Johnny Gaudreau. Is he from New Jersey? He is. I didn't know that. Um, Whitney Houston. Rest in peace. No, R.I.P. Whitney, but she's Jersey. Yep. Queen Latifah. Real, she's alive. Good, she's, good. Still, she's very much still alive. <laughs> not anymore, she's not. I mean, your car you told me yeah. about. Um, and we get tons from Jersey. I just found off a bunch. Jen Sharkey. Me, yes, of course. Okay, so um, give us a background. So you born, raised, tell us tell us who you are, where you're from, What's what's who are you? I'm uh, born and raised Jersey. Um, Whereabouts in New Jersey were you born? Beautiful Rutherford, New Jersey, the borough of trees. We have more trees than something. I forget why, but we're trees everywhere. Progress, family, and commerce. That is on our welcome sign. I'm glad you're paying attention. Um, it's cute, normal, little town. We have a little baby park out with restaurants and shops and stuff and train to the city in Hoboken, anywhere you want to go. Um, yeah, it's a nice place to grow up, sports and things. And have you lived here your entire life? I have, aside from, I went to college by Philly, I lived in um, Hoboken for a couple of years, like everybody in Jersey does, ends up in Hoboken for a while. But yeah, for the most part, I've been here, it's been great. Now I'm going to ask you something, I've been dying to talk to you about this on a podcast since we first discovered it. Mm-hmm. Can you tell our lovely listener um, about this great little part of Jersey mm-hmm. on a Sunday when it comes to buying clothes? It's not just clothes, it's a weird thing. That my one county in New Jersey still does. A, it's called the Blue Law, where you can't buy certain items on Sunday from back in religious, you know, religious restrictions, whatever. And we still do it for some reason. Um, it's not as big of a deal as he's making it out to be because you can just go to the next town and buy anything you want, and it's fine. Okay, no, no, but like this, 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 she's underselling this, right? We went to a Walmart, okay, mm-hmm. on a Sunday, right? And you know, you're walking past groceries, great, cool, DVDs and shit. They literally rope off the clothes because, you like, if little Johnny shits himself in the parking lot, you can't go in and buy him, like, a new pair of pants because Jesus won't let you buy pants it's on a Sunday. Jesus. It's just, well, I don't know. Why? Because why? I think it was to deter people from going out and shopping because it's supposed to be the Lord's Day. That is Jesus in. It's the Lord. It's not Jesus. It's Jesus. <laughs> and, they're the same damn thing. I don't know. They're both I, fictional characters. <laughs> Sorry to offend, but like, come on. Uh, no, I think, it, I mean, from my understanding is that it's like just to deter people from going shopping. Like you can't go buy clothes and random st- random things. You have to be home with your family and, and th- I don't know. Which, which, okay, again, like I grew up in a place where like I remember when you couldn't go shopping on a Sunday. It wasn't until I was like in high school they started doing seven day trading. It was a big deal. Oh, well, that's worse than this. But, but, but like, like you're either in or you're out, like all in or out. Like it's all, everything shut. <laughs> Like, but like, well, it's just, food. You gotta buy well, food. There's like a, a gas station will sell them, but like, it's weird. Like, of all the things, like, just like, like, if Jesus says you can't buy alcohol on a Sunday, fine, alcohol. Like, don't oh, buy, buy, don't buy condoms. Like, don't, like, don't buy things that are sinful. But like, like, I just want to buy it. Like, we're, try, I'm trying to work this out. Like, the MetLife Stadium, yes. which is where the New Jersey Giants and the New Jersey Jets play, uh, on a Sunday, I can't buy a jersey at the game. No, you can. But then that's against Jesus. Across the road at the $85 million debt mall, you can't buy them. Yeah, that's closed, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, it's, no one else is as weird out. 
Because you live with it. Everyone I've said this to is weirded out by it. You are the only one who's just like, yeah, it's fine. I just can't buy a bra on a Sunday. Oh, well. On Monday, it's fine. <laughs> what if, like, your, all your bras burnt down? All of them. Like you, you woke up on Sunday morning, your, your house burnt down, you've got no clothes, you are naked, and you get in your car and you drive to the Walmart and then you realise, fuck no, it's, it's Blue Balls Sunday. <laughs> so I, but then your car breaks down in the parking lot and you oh. literally are right there at the door, but then, like, Mr. Walmart is all like, no, you've got to be naked. Is Mr. Walmart there personally? He, he is. He's like, you are you are naked because Jesus says no for you being dressed on this Sunday because it's Blue Balls Sunday. Well, first, I wouldn't go to the Blue Balls Walmart. I would but, go like, you're the- driving past it and your car breaks down at that point. Well, I wouldn't go that way. I'd go to Clifton. But you have to go that way <laughs> because a meteorite has destroyed the other road. Oh, the only road to get anywhere is past the Walmart. If this is the amount of stretching it to get to get around the blue lot, it's not. But but like like this, why why, why do you live in a world where this happens? I don't know. I think it's just not a big enough deal for people to change it. It's just like, all right, we're all living with it's fine. There's bigger problems than. But not but, but there are there. There were. Are there bigger problems? I'm worried for this county of like whatever Bergen this county, is. New Jersey. Bergen County. We'll get a better name. It's stupid, but like. <laughs> <laughs> Like a burger. I just want a burger. All right, that aside, um, you go for the New York Rangers, who sadly, at the time of recording this, it's been like a bit dated by the time we release this, but they got eliminated. Too soon, too soon. By a fake team. They did. It's going to be rough. Um, how are you we feeling? Good run. We had a good run. I mean, we broke the record for like coming back from behind, like NHL record of all history of being behind by three games, and we did it. So that was pretty exciting team play good they look good next year will be better have you been saying that for a while now uh since 1994 i was gonna say it's only 30 years do you remember 1994 vaguely yeah because my dad and uncles were freaking out and it was very loud in the house i remember (laughs) you you like hockey you like football you go for the jets i do i do and you also go for the mets in baseball who breaks your heart more the jets or the mets Mm. the jets i like football more than baseball you like football more than baseball because the Jets have never won a Super Bowl. Or like not sixty-seven. So it's kind of like the sixties. It's, it's kind of like the Leafs. So it's been that long since they've won. Okay, but because the Mets won in eighty-six and sixty-nine. <laughs> 69. Um, so I think the Jets were sixty-seven because they weren't the same year as the Mets. I think it was a year or two before. The, Jet, the Mets are doing well at the moment, though. Um, but so do you feel that the Mets have a better chance of winning a World Series before the Jets have winning a Super Bowl? Definitely. But would you be more happier if the Jets won a Super Bowl? It's going to be insane when they finally do. It's going to be way more exciting. when They f- they will. They will. <laughs> but when that day comes, it'll be more exciting. I mean, the Mets will be exciting too. Like, it's been so long, you know. But they were in the World Series in, like, around 2000. So, like, I remember... In 2016, weren't they? It was only a few years ago they made the World oh, Series. Right, yeah. No, 2015 or 17, because the like Cubs won in 16, didn't they? Yeah. Um, but, like, do you hate the Giants, as a given that the Giants have won a couple of Super Bowls in, like, the last 10 or so years? Like, does that hurt you? Like, do, do Jets fans hate the Giants? Or is it kind of like, hey, I'm from New York, like, pride? No, it's not as big of a deal. It's, like... You know, for the Jets and Patriots, is like a way bigger deal and rivalry. Like, we don't really hate the Giants people. Like, but but like, you hate the Yankees, though, don't you? Yeah, I don't like the Yankees. You hate the Islanders? No, they're, they're there. They're, they're there? there. <laughs> what about the Devils? No, like, no, Devils are there. I don't like the Devils. I saw a, a stat 
that today, the NHL posted today in the last 20 years that um, now that Tampa's made their fifth Stanley Cup finals, I think they're only behind Detroit, having made the most Stanley Cup finals in the last 20 years. You know the New Jersey Devils have made five Stanley Cup finals in the last 20 years? Do you know that? I do not. Been a while since they won it, like a few in the early 2000s, but the New Jersey Devils were good for a while, so. I know, they had a good run growing up. They were a big deal better than the Rangers, but I still love my Rangers. Yeah, 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 okay, good, cool. Um, (laughs) What do you do for a job, Jen? I don't know. You hunt sharks? I wish. Um, No, I don't even know what I do anymore. I was in, I've done a bunch of things. I started as a a pastry chef at one point. Then ended up uh, in TV for five years. Um, marketing. You were on TV. You hosted TV. I yes, I had my own show. No, I didn't. I was uh, called Shark Week. I did work for Shark Week. That was exciting. I said, "I at least work for Discovery Channel." Um, so that you know, my life came full circle. Sharky for Shark Week. Is it a thing that like you automatically like sharks because of your name, or do you genuinely like sharks? Oh, I genuinely like them. They're cool. They're amazing animals. What's your favorite shark? My favorite great white, obviously. Correct. And have you ever seen a shark? <laughs> have I seen a shark? Like baby ones. Um, Babies. Ah, I didn't do it. Don't start. Uh, no, in like Myrtle Beach, like Carolinas, they have these things called spinner sharks. And they're cute and tiny. And they like jump out of the water and spin and then go back in. And they're cute. So it's probably the closest. But I do want to go. I'd love to go cage diving and swim with sharks somewhere. Have you eaten a shark? No, I refuse. You've been to Australia. I have been to Australia. Tell me about it. Uh, it was awesome. We did. Cool. <laughs> That's, That's Jen, everyone. <laughs> it was great. Uh, no, we did Melbourne for a few days, did a wine tour, did a bar restaurant hopping. Um, that was Noosa. 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 Um, Beach went to Australia Zoo. I saw the, uh, probably the highlight of that was the John Oliver Koala Chlamydia Award. I got to see that in person. Um, but I was going to say, like, people go there because it's all about the Irwins. But you've, just on a tangent, you've fucking met the Irwins. You've hung out with you. got a photo. I'm looking at a photo with you and the Irwins right now. Not only did I meet them, they crashed my party. Well. It was my, I already had a, a, like, a client event planned at the Food Network Kitchen where they'd film stuff and recipe tests for the shows and all that stuff. Um, and then we got a call that they were, like, at the Today Show around the corner. Like, hey, you know, would you mind if they came in? I was like, um, yeah. So they came, uh, crashed my lunch, and they were lovely. Terry remembered my name, and she was very sweet. And I sat next to Robert, um, who was like still—I think he was like fourteen or fifteen at the time. Like, blew me away at how like just well-spoken he is and great. Like, what an absolute sweetheart, and all of them were wonderful, as lovely as you'd think they'd be. And was this before, after you'd been to Australia? Before, because then when I went, I like reached out, and they were like really sweet. But they happened to be in America because they were um, the second season of their show was premiering. So they were doing press and stuff for that, so they weren't there, but they were very sweet about it. And I was like, oh, my, my friends here, ones, they're cool. And did you get free entry into Australia Zoo? Cause no, you... I didn't. I paid. Well, that helps support their efforts and animals, so. Did you go to the Crocosseum? I did go to the Crocosseum. And were they there? Did they do a show, or was it other people? They weren't there. There was sh- other people to the show, but the Irwins were there. Like I said, they were in America. Did you eat kangaroo? No, I couldn't do it. You couldn't, you couldn't do it? No. Because? I just I met some and bonded with them, and I didn't want to eat them. Have you met a cow before? Not like, yeah, I have. And did you eat beef? Yeah, I do. Have you seen a chicken before? Mm-hmm. And what's the difference? Uh, because <laughs> I'm not used to kangaroos. Well, I am. I know you are. Well, it's different, but I'm not. You're different. We don't, I am, yes. You're a woman. <laughs> yes. 
That's you true. have different bits than I do. I do. I think true. I don't know. That's very true. Um, no, I don't know, because I'm not used to them when they're just so cute and sweet and welcome to me into a little circle. Cows are cute and sweet. Yeah. They welcome you into your circle if you fucking try. <laughs> try? What am I, I'm not trying hard enough for the cows. They're a moof, a moof end offended, a moof ended. I can't use that. Like that got away from me. That was a moot point. Yeah, that was a moot point. It's like a cow. It's just there. It's like moo. It's opinion. It's moo. It's moo. Um, we're going to come back and ask you five questions shortly, which is fun. Um, but uh, would you rather watch Top Gun Maverick again or Jurassic World Dominion? Oh. We need an answer today, maybe. I, <laughs> I gotta think about it. It's a big one. I think I would see Top Gun, weirdly. But you were in a room with Jeff Goldblum before. I, I will be in a room with Jeff Goldblum again in a heartbeat. But movie wise, yeah, I like Top Gun better some, somehow. Which but but, but Tom Cruise personally like thanked everyone beforehand. Jeff Goldblum didn't, did he? Jeff Goldblum waved at me, though. So. He did. He did. But he waved at me actually. Uh, but <laughs> but Tom Cruise had a personal message He's like, "Thanks for watching, Jen." Well, Jeff did too. They thanked us and Bryce. Bryce oh, what a, what a dish, Bryce! I like yeah, Bryce. Fancy. Very cute. Yes. Um, no, we got personal messages from them too. But no, I know, I know you'd love the Tom Cruise. You've been narrating it everywhere we go. Would you, would you rather go on a date with Tom Cruise or Benedict Cumberbatch? We saw Doctor Strange as well. Oh, yeah. Tom yeah, Cruise. very memorable, wasn't it? Yeah, I know. Tom Cruise. I don't like Benedict Cumberbatch. You no. don't like Benedict? Like, I mean, I, I'm not saying I would rather go on a date with Tom Cruise as well, but, like, what's wrong with Benedict Cumberbatch? His name's Benedict Cumberbatch. That's enough as it is. Yeah, that's a lot for me. <laughs> You'd marry him. You'd be Jennifer Cumberbatch. That's, yeah, I don't want that. Jenna Dick Cumberbatch. Jenna Cumberbatch. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> I think he should, like, take your last name and he'd be Benedict Sharkey. I know. I've got a sweet last name. I love it. That is. Um, we'll come back and ask you the five questions. Are you excited? Um, I'm scared, but, yes, I'm ready. All right. We are back with, uh, what's your name again? <laughs> Casey. Oh, Casey. Um, now, I'm going to bring you back for some other things on another episode. We'll, we'll bank a bunch of these episodes in the last week that I'm here and then spread them out over the weeks because, you know, content and I can be lazy when I get back to Australia. But before I think about other segments, and we'll do those during the week, we're not going to bombard you with it all tonight, um, we have a thing on this show It's called Famous Five Questions. We've been asking these now for, Jesus Christ, nearly 20 years, 18 years. So a uh, long fucking time since we first started back in 2004. So um, we'd ask these to all our guests... He's been asked to Prime Ministers, to, you know, Academy Award nominees, to, to Grammy winners, Olympic gold medalists, um, and then random Americans like yourself. So, um, very exciting. Uh, how are you feeling not knowing any of these questions? A little nervous. Everybody is nervous. And then I ask the first question and you have a look on your face like, what the fuck are you asking me that question for? Also, I'm pretty sure you asked me these like, I think I have. three months ago. Yeah, so. I think I have. So they might come back into your brain. So we'll see how we go. Um, question number one, what is your favourite type of cheese? Brie. Brie. Now, why brie? I mean, it was one of those ones that, like, as a kid, it just sounded so fancy and so French. And then it's also just delicious. What, what's your thoughts on camembert? Also good. little, like, more pungent. But delicious. I feel like as I've kind of gotten older and my palate has matured, I do enjoy the more 
pungent cheese. Now you've you've been to France. Um, did you eat cheese in France, and does it live up to expectations? Absolutely, it does. Even their like really cheap cheese is delicious. Australia's got some good cheese. Just just letting you know. So I did not know that. Do you do you like blue cheese? Yeah. Do you do you, do you eat it like normal, like just in a packet, or do you like it cooked into things? Both. I'll like eat a good blue cheese with like crackers or something. What about Swiss? Eh, little, I, like, I like Swiss. It's fine. A little boring. Just like me. Um, now, again, this is always explain it to an American because they didn't get this ad. We had an ad in Australia. It was about toilet paper. It basically asked you when you went to the bathroom, do you fold or scrunch your toilet paper? So are you a folder or a scruncher? Folder. Yeah, now, can you give us a like reason why? Is this, you know, I mean, famously, we had somebody say on this show, whatever keeps a Vegemite on the toast. So, I mean, that's like a good way of looking at it. But, I mean, is it just a conscious thing? Or did you at one point go, no, folding's more economical? I don't think it was a conscious thing. Just happened. It, I guess. Well, just, just as a female, you use to- more toilet paper than a male. So, like, it's it's more of a... I think women are much more smarter on this topic because, again, you use toilet paper more than men do. So, therefore, you guys, you, you girls are much more um, uh, educated on the fact, on the topic. I think also just when you fold it, it's less, like, abrasive than I agree. it's, like, scrunched up in weird pointy bits. I'm a much, I'm a folder. <laughs> I've, my mother, I've always said this during the show, mom told me at a very young age, fold. So, I've always folded, so... Yeah. Just more comfortable, I think. Yeah, that's and that's what that's what matters. Yeah. When you're dealing with the bits down there, it's it's comfort. It is. Girl power. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, growing up, what was your dream job? Well, you kind of alluded to this earlier, but it was being a rocket. Now, now explain what the rockets are, because we might have some listener who doesn't know. Well, you know, very American thing, but like, uh, what what are the rockets? Well, for John, the single listener who definitely does not know who the Rockettes are. They are a precision dance group based out of Radio City Music Hall in New York City. They perform the Christmas Spectacular every year and also are in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. So they have two gigs every year. Those are like the big things, but I mean, they do other things like throughout the city during the year, but the Christmas Spectacular is their really big annual thing. And they are known for their kick lines where like kind of what I mentioned earlier about not being tall enough so the kick line you have to be within like a certain height of each other so that when you're doing the kicks their feet are all like at the same height they're like the can can kind of but like better better because it's American yeah and it's all like kind of they're all doing it at the same time at the same height and like their legs are going all the way up like past their heads like, i'm listening crazy of course you are and they're just amazing when, when when are we going to watch this um come back for christmas time i guess I, i'm there so did you like legitimately look into becoming one yeah, when I was younger and taking like tap classes, which a big part of what the Rockettes do is tap dancing and then other similar kind of Broadway style dancing, 
my top class came to New York City for the Rockette Dance Experience, which was a dance class at Radio City Music Hall led by the Rockettes. And they, like, give you a whole backstage tour of Radio City. And then they kind of simulate a Rockette audition for you. So, like, going through learning a routine that is in the Christmas Spectacular, you practice it, you kind of go through a little mini audition, and then you get to go on stage and, like, perform the little audition. And... In that, they tell you all about kind of the requirements, of which one was height. And already in fifth grade, I had hit 5'3", and then did not grow any more from there. And their minimum height requirement is 5'6". For our normal listeners out there who do things in the metric system, off the top of my head, I don't know what that is, or Google it. Um, but sorry, for uh, just translation for our normal listeners out there. Um, I'm sorry that was a traumatic thing to bring up to you. Just on a tangent, you're speaking tap dancing. Um, we were on Subway once and a guy got on and tap danced. Um, can we just briefly talk about Subway entertainers? Because it's a thing. Um, what's the weirdest one you've ever seen? I mean, I, well, you, you were on the Subway with me, weren't with me? I nearly got kicked in the head by one of those, like, the yes. acrobat dudes who was like, stand back, stand back. And this guy, they literally jump up on the handrails and they're, like, flipping and circular slaying and all this shit. Literally nearly got kicked in the head. It was, it was an experience. But, yeah, Subway performance are fun. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the weirdest ones are always the people who think they can sing. (laughs) And it just is awkward for everyone. Like, you don't know where to look. Those are the worst. The the most entertaining thing for me is just always just like, it's just such a regular occurrence that you just look at everyone's reactions. I've never seen a performer on a subway where everybody's like looked up from their phones or their new well no one's reading newspapers that's their old phones and they're like wow look at these people they're just literally like oh fuck another one of these ones um, it's just it's just funny um, or then you just get and I'm not disparaging homeless people but you get people who get on the train and they're just like hello I'm John I'm in the military I need two dollars to go to Philadelphia I had one yesterday where like I'm just sitting there and this guy is just walking up to people sitting down and he's just sitting these things next to people. So he sits one like right next to me. It's a packet of tissues and like a piece of paper that's like, I have just had twins, please help me out. And it's got like a freaking cash app and PayPal link and everything. So I kind of picked it up and looked at it. I'm like, cool. And I just sat it next to me. And then like two minutes later, he's just walking around like picking them straight back up again or looking as if to say like, so you're going to give me money. And you just kind of ignore them. And I'm thinking, like, well, didn't you just give me a gift of tissues and now you're just going to find... It's, it's a different world. It is. It's... Subways are wild. It's, it's entertaining, to say the least. Uh, you were on that one, too, with me with that girl, like, nearly was, like, going to slap down that guy because... Oh, my God, yes. She was horrible. Like, there was this guy just sitting on the... On, just on a seat. That's what you do. And this girl, like, what, had an arm and, like, did he say, like, you you like hitting me or something and then she was just like started yelling at him and was just like back off back. oh it was weird yeah like she was had her whole like arm wrapped around the subway pole while he that he was sitting right next to and her elbow kept like hitting him in the face basically and he asked her to like just move her arm and she went off and then I think it was a dad was with her and then he just like took her off at the next stop um, and she was just like what eighteen or something like that, and she was just and he was just like get out of my face. It was, it was interesting. But one thing I will say, um, and like 
you know, we mentioned before that unfortunately there has been an uptake in crime and, you know, sadly there has been some shootings and, and things like that, but has been a high police presence recently. And uh, I'm still in awe of seeing the NYPD because I'm just still third watch fanboy, man. But, like, you know, you just get on and there's just, like, a bunch of cops. And there was somebody, there was a recent one, I don't know if you're on the subway with me or not, there was just, like, this, like, it was really nice. Like, these, like, four cops got on. And then this guy just, like, started talking to this cop about, like, I think his, like, friend was in the NYPD and he's like, oh, do you know, blah, blah, Jimmy. And then it was, it was nice. So, you know, just shout out to the NYPD because I'm a fanboy. I don't know how you feel about the NYPD. Next, next question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Growing up, who was your childhood celebrity crush? Ooh. Mm, I mean, Nick Jonas was big crush from like middle school onwards still is he still looks good same with Zac Efron um kind of go back even farther think if there's if there's anyone else I feel like saw those like Disney boys All those Disney boys yeah like Aladdin Prince, Simba Prince Eric Hercules yeah yeah um that dinosaur from Dinosaur. What? That movie Dinosaur. The Disney movie. Dinosaur. That was a good movie. Animated. It's about dinosaurs. Yeah. So that's called Dinosaur. Yes, I, I I know what movie you're referring to. It was more the crush on a... I had a crush on Nala from The Lion King. Yeah. She was a hot lion. I mean, Simba was a hot lion too. Matthew Broderick. Fuck you, he's hot. And Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh, JTT. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was a good one. I'm just going back to the dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> what? Just shut up. Um, who's your celebrity crush now, Casey? Hmm. The next James Bond? Ooh. Richard Madden? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Obsessed. Yeah. Love him. Um, oh, that's the microphone, Ben. Uh, anyone else? I mean, I guess if we're also sticking on themes of possible next James Bond... Reggae Jean Page, everyone's Bridgerton crush. Which he again, I, 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 I will. I guess I'll watch that show if he becomes James Bond. Is that just because like you see him naked and lots of like sex and shit? Like, is that because isn't that just like softcore porn on Netflix? Yes, and it was amazing. Because of the porn or because of the show? Like, be- take the sex out of it. Would it still be a good show? Come on. Yes, because season two had much less sex. It was a little disappointing that it had so much less sex, but it was still really good, just the show itself. It's I, like, okay, tangent. I always find it interesting when, like, like people, like, again, I've never watched an episode of Game of Thrones, refuse to, and people are always like, Ben, it's got so much sex in it. And I'm like, I don't know if this is just a guy thing, whereas as a guy, I'm like, fuck, I just watch porn. Like, like if I want to watch sex, that's what I'm going to watch. Whereas, like, I feel like women, like, when the whole Fifty Shades of Grey thing happened, it was all like, oh, yeah, women are into this because it's like, oh, it's dirty and erotic. And it's like... Women can just watch that in porn, right? Like, why do I... Because I guess it's more that women are more into the story that yeah. comes with it. And I, as a guy, I'm just like, yeah, boobs, just show them to me. Yeah, it's more about the story and the fact that, like, through a show, it really builds the whole universe. And especially for, like, Bridgerton, they didn't sleep together until, like, the seventh episode. Spoiler! Okay, everyone knows these things. But they built up the tension for, like, seven episodes... So, like... Okay, I'm sorry. I come from a world when, like, the X-Files and they build it up for seven seasons before they ever got together. Fucking moonlighting in the 80s. All seven episodes. That's not way to seven... Fucking hell. 
All right. <laughs> Come on, you millennials these days. You don't. Are. I'm not letting you finish that sentence. I am amazing. That is correct. Um, what was the fifth question? Oh, okay, final question. What is your worst habit? Um, <laughs> probably my lack of doing dishes and laundry in a timely manner. I, I've never noticed that before. How's your cooking skills? <laughs> Do you ever order Uber Eats? I don't know, Ben. How are my cooking skills? I, I have no idea. I've seen you boil the water for me to make a tea. That is pretty accurate for the extent of my cooking skills. You are very skilled at ordering Uber Eats. I am. I'm very talented in that way. Yeah. Would you prefer washing dishes or putting clothes away? Oh. Putting clothes away. Okay. Would you prefer cooking or washing dishes? Washing dishes. Okay. And, like, if you cook, who washes the dishes? Your guest or you? I know how you feel about this issue. Of course you do. I've talked about this plenty of times on air because there's a right answer and a wrong answer. My thing is, is that I don't enjoy cooking, so I would volunteer to do the dishes. But I know your point of view on the whole, if you're doing the cooking, you should just clean up your mess and do the dishes too. But I'm a very uh, passionate man about this, Casey. Yes. yes, very passionate. Lots of yelling. Well, I mean, that's just how life should be. Lots of yelling? Lots of yelling. I'm an Australian. That's what we do. Okay. Yeah. Good. Um, well, thank you. How did you find those questions? Pretty standard. <laughs> I wish I saw... I don't know if I have access to it. I might find it. I used to have um, a book. It was 500 Emergency Questions. It was written by a UK comedian who had a podcast. So he wrote a book of just questions, and they were just, like, the most random questions in the world. It was like, would you rather a hand made of ham... Or an armpit that dispensed sunscreen? Well, considering how pale I am, definitely the sunscreen thing, because that'd be very handy all the time. But so would eating, so eating ham, like if you're hungry. I don't like ham. <laughs> it's coarse and rough and irritating, and it gets a Star Wars joke. What was the like, funny one? It was like, would you rather date a man who was a giant penis, or his penis was another little man? Like it's you know, like it's a it's a it's a conundrum. It is a conundrum because neither of those things sound appealing, right? I mean, <laughs> dating a man who was a giant penis like that just sounds. It would raise questions if you're walking down. If you went to a Broadway yeah. show, that just also sounds like. What do you do with that? But then, like, if you've got it, like, you've got, you know, you've got Richard Madden, you're all like, fuck yeah, this is great, Richard Madden. You're getting hot and heavy, you rip the pants off, and there's just, like, Jake. And he's just like, hi, Casey, how you doing? It's like, oh, we're not having sex, I'm just going to talk to Jake. Well, you're a nice man, Jake, but, you know. I would ask him to put his pants back on, and then we could do some other things. Like, read the Bible. Yes, always, always turning back to that Bible. What was the, the other one? It was like, would you rather eat a piece of chocolate that tasted like shit or a piece of shit that tasted like chocolate. <laughs> My God. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I've got, the, oh, there's another one, an even worse one I can ask. I'm still thinking about that one because, I mean, at least if the chocolate tasted like shit, you're still eating Chocolate, Like, it's still technically edible. It just tastes gross. 
But but you know like you're like actually eating. But but you don't know because it tastes like chocolate. But it's still you're eating shit. It's, it's like like what like you know when they eat, people eat fake bacon. It tastes like bacon, but it's actually like plant material. Yes, but this was advertised as a piece of shit. So I feel like it would be on the wrapper. Like here, enjoy this piece of shit chocolate flavored I believe that's how Hershey's do their advertising campaign <laughs> that's a sad sad comment on the chocolate in our country yeah like got to admit America like you've got some okay chocolate but Australia we've got better chocolate well I'm sure you found that in the UK UK we get a lot of the UK chocolate like Cadbury's Cadbury's very popular in both Australia and the UK you're thinking you've got Cadbury's here um, but like, but Cadbury here is owned by Hershey, so it's not the same Cadbury. I live like five minutes from the Cadbury factory in Hobart, so you know, um, I'm not going to ask that as one that's a bit gross. Um, thank you, Casey, for joining us. I think other segments planned, we can do some more questions and shit to learn about you. So appreciate your time. Cool. <laughs> All right, we still have um, the shark girl with us. Um, if, is your walk on music for baseball Jaws theme? Um. Yeah, I feel like I have to be. Or is it Baby Shark? Oh, not Baby Shark. I can't do it. Or is it, um, what's another good shark song? Shark Bag. Shark Bag. That's not a song. It's an SNL skit that's very funny. Well, I laughed at it, Jen, so you can deal with it. I, um, I showed it to you. I know I enjoyed it. You did well. show it to me. All right. Five, these famous five mm-hmm. questions have been asked to famous people, okay. prime ministers, okay. Grammy Award winners, okay. Olympic gold medalists. And now some random girl from New Jersey. Quite the group. I'm very excited. Are, are you nervous? No. I think I got it. Try that again. <laughs> are you nervous? Very, very scared and nervous. I know. You should be fucking terrified of these questions because yeah, they're very it's deep. It's very hard hitting, I'm sure. Because well, it's me, of course. Yeah. Um, obviously, she said something and I didn't move the microphone closer to it because I'm that professional. I'm an award-winning podcast host. Um, question number one, mm-hmm. what is your favorite type of cheese? Ooh. Uh, I got so many. Um, like a burrata. Can you, can you explain to me what that is? That was a weapon. A burrata? No, burrata. It's like burrata. a... It's like mozzarella cheese, but like... Can't see your hands, Jen. This is I a know. podcast. <laughs> Sorry, from Jersey. I talk with my hands. Um, no, it's like mozzarella cheese, but like it's wrapped with like creamy cheese in it. It's hard to explain if you haven't had it, but it, like you cut it open and it runs out and it's amazing. Um... Or like a smoked gouda situation. I'm I'm down with the smoked gouda. You can't go wrong with a smoked gouda. You can't go wrong with a smoked gouda. Mm-mm. I reckon if like you took smoked gouda back to like Nazi Germany, they would stop being Nazis. I feel like that might be a stretch, but uh, I think they also probably had smoked gouda also back then. Well, maybe that's what really made them Nazis. Maybe. I don't know if enough studies have been done. Maybe I'll... We're mentioning... That up as a hobby. We're mentioning Nazis too much in the show recently. We haven't like, had 18 months off just to find Nazis. <laughs> you say Nazis are everyone? Those Nazis are coming up in conversation a lot more. Oh, right, yeah. Well, I keep... When her mouth moves, Ben, move the phone to it. Um, question number two. Now I have to explain this one to you. In Australia, we had an ad for toilet paper okay. that asked when you go and use toilet paper mm-hmm. on your lady bits uh, and other bits that men have too, just your privates, yes. did you fo- do you fold or do you scrunch the toilet paper? Oh. So are you a folder or a scruncher? Scrunch. Really? <laughs> 
Why do I look like a fool too? No, like it, I just don't trust scrunches. Why? What do you mean? Because it's stupid. Why would you scrunch it? I don't know. Because you get like a whole little ball, you get more surface area. If you like fold it, you're limited to like the square. But, but it's no, no. scrunching's <laughs> like it, the best answer I ever get. And I always repeat this because it's hilarious. Is whatever keeps the veggie mind on the toast. Oh, okay. Yeah, I get that. That's the goal. <laughs> Scrunching. No, no, scr- I'm horrified by scrunching now. I'm a folder. Okay, that's fine. Smart people fold. So smart people are pulling that into it. Yeah. Right. Everyone's got their preferences. It's like the, it's like a Reddit thread a couple of weeks ago, or it's been around, um, where apparently people wipe differently. Like you either sit or you stand up, and like what? no one. What? <laughs> Wait, who stands up to wipe? Listen, there's two groups of people, and no one knows the other exists. <laughs> So you, you're consciously sitting on the toilet. You go, oh, I'm going to stand up. To what? Yeah, people do it. I know. It's, a, it's the funniest, most bizarre thing, but it was like a whole Reddit thing, that like deep dive. You know, some people stand up, which makes no sense because then you're just closing. That's weird. I know it's weird, but people do it. And they were like, didn't know that people remain sitting down. To you, know, you know who I think stands up and wipes those people who create blue ball laws and you can't buy fucking T-shirts Probably, on a Sunday? Yeah. Probably. Fucking hell. If you if you stand up and wipe, don't listen to this show. You're not welcome no, anymore. comment and tell us why. <laughs> like, no, I just go away. Why you stand up. <laughs> go and be normal, like, in a weird, mucked-up world. Um, growing up, what was your dream job? Oh, um, well, timely because of Jurassic World, I wanted to be a dinosaur bone digger. Oh, you might say I wanted to be a dinosaur. No, nope, dinosaur bone digger or yeah. archaeologist as it's... <laughs> a, a paleontologist, Jen. Archaeologist is Indiana Jones. Everybody, our paleontologist. Um, we have four-year-old Jen wanted to be a dinosaur bone digger. And why did you not become a dinosaur bone digger? Oh, I fell in love with TV, and I wanted to work in TV when I got older. Well, you could have been an actor, and you could have played. A, like you could kill two birds with one stone. Oh, I can't act. I took an acting class in college. It was very scary. <laughs> Acting's not for me. Why was it scary? I'm just not good at it. No, I wasn't scared. Like I wasn't scared to do it. It's just I'm not an actor. I'm not. Is there footage that exists of you acting? There is. Oh, okay. Where is it? I don't know. You see me act. I know. I guess. Oh, I know. I kill Phil. One, Bomb. Two. Bomb. And the Sharpie goatee is my favorite. Thank you. How uh, good was I? Oscar worthy. Did I, did I like, miss the, my calling? The scene, like the drug scene where you're debating. <laughs> was, oh, bum. It was very, it was very emotional. <laughs> we hold that tie esteem on this show. Um, also growing up, who was your childhood celebrity crush? Oh, Adam Sandler. Oh, now, now, tell you met him. Tell us about the story. You've got. I've seen the photo of you with him. I did. I was like fifteen. My uncle um, is a teamster on movie sets and TV shows and stuff. So he worked on. I think it was Zohan. Love that movie. I know. I think that silky was, smooth. I know. I think that's when he was filming, and um, I went to go visit my uncle with my aunt and little cousin, and we were like going on lunch, and Adam came out of his trailer and was very sweet and chatted with us and took a picture, and he was as lovely as I wanted him to be. Didn't you like go pee pee in his trailer? Oh no, my little my little cousin was like two or three at the time, and he was like running around. And um, Adam came out of the trailer, and then he looked at my aunt, and he, the the kid, not Adam. <laughs> my cousin was like, "Mom, I gotta go pee pee, whatever." And Adam heard him, and he's like, "Oh, just use my trailer; it's totally fine." Like let let my aunt go in with the little kid, and again, very lovely. And then chatted with us while they were peeing. <laughs> it was wonderful. Who else have Who else have you met on the sets of movies? Uh, met Will Smith. And did he slap you? He did not. That was before. Was he nice? So tell us, he was. He got to be nice. No, he was great. He was, my, my uncle's worked with him a couple times on. Um, I know Hitch. He was on I Am Legend. 
a few movies and he's always been great to work That's, with. There you go. See, just because he, he does one slap and everyone hates him, the guy's still nice. Yeah, yeah he was very lovely, very nice to us too. Um, Eva Mendez, I also met on Hitch. Um, she was hilarious and great. Did you get a photo with Will Smith and Eva Mendez? No, I did not. No, we have a photo with Will Smith. I think my uncle has it. I never had it. Um, but you see, he spent... Um, oh, when he was in Hitch, it was when my little cousin was born. And they sent them like a bottle of Dom Perignon like from Will Smith. So I that's I got to try Dom Perignon from Will Smith. How old were you? Fifteen. Completely illegal. Uh, anyone that you anyone that you met like it was just like a complete dick. Um, no one that I've personally met. Can you give us like gossip on you know that you know that your uncle. Oh, he he and he worked with Jennifer Lopez a lot, and they just did not get along. So he's he's no nice things but I won't say that because I haven't met her I don't know he personally and he's also you've met him he's not, I, I, I would like to tell the story but I feel it's probably not appropriate for me yeah. to tell that story on air I think we should keep that away but um yeah he's not the easiest to get along with either so it could have been one or both but yeah I remember he she was the one that he couldn't stand working with okay All right. interesting um final question what is your worst habit oh um playing with my hair on your head or on my head <laughs> Yeah, no. I mean, like, I mean, like, it'll be your nostril hairs or something. You know, is that minor yeah, the gutter? Nostril hair is gross. Oh, you have, I mean, you do I have there. Clearly, do I have nostril hairs that are long enough to play with? Well, clearly, I'm just staring, I'm just staring <laughs> at them right now. Oh, thanks. Um, no, I play, it's like a weird tick. I play with my hair if I have nothing to do with my hands. <laughs> you have nothing to do with your hands. Yeah. Standing up and wiping, apparently. Um, <laughs> I'm not a stander. I sit and wipe. Should I change that up now? You were stand. I, like, I really want to meet someone who like stands up. Like, I'll find the thing and send it to you because literally, people are like, wait, you don't stand up? Like, people, it's there's two groups of people of wipers. It's not the I national think. anthem. It's not like you know you may now rise to wipe your ass. I don't know. I, I don't do it. I can't explain for them. <laughs> but having, okay, having said that, I knew a guy who sat down to pee. Oh, I'm sure people do that. But, like, that's not a very guy thing, like, to do. Oh, whatever. I'm just, all right, well, we're just judging people. Um, <laughs> y- you were fine with those questions? Yeah. Yeah, all right, cool, all right, yep, all right. Uh, thank you. We might come back for some more at some point with you. All right, sounds good. Thanks to both Casey and Jen. Should have mentioned at the top of the show there a few technical gremlins with some of those recordings. Uh, so apologies if there were some sound dropouts or things kind of just going over all over the place with those, uh, unfortunately. I only realised them in post-production, the professional nature of me in putting these together. I should say, award-winning podcast host now, Ben Waterworth. It's only taken me nearly 20 years. Uh, shout out to our sister show, Off the Podium, that was awarded the Best Olympics and Paralympics podcast at the inaugural Sports Podcast Awards earlier this year. So i uh, got to got to toot my own horn a little bit and toot our show's horn a little bit, the first of our shows to win a legitimate proper award, not to take away from the couple of awards Survivor Oz won back in the day, but... Uh, there you go, just uh, celebrating that. But uh, yes, the technical gremlins um, might appear in some of the uh, future segments over the coming weeks because over the next couple of weeks, we're going to hear more from both Casey and Jen. We've got some exciting little segments with them that we recorded and it'll keep you entertained as we sort of ease our way back into your speakers with some brand new content and bringing you some brinkalicious action that we know you have missed. 
So you're welcome. I hope you're excited that we are back. If you do miss my voice, which let's be honest, you really, really don't, but hey, you might. Uh, other shows that, of course, are still pumping out sister shows off the podium is still pumping out episodes weekly, as well as the Oz Network. We've got Australian Survivor Archives. Eurovision came back this year, which is great, as well as Double Oz 7. So keep yourself excited and posted for all of those if you want to stay up to date with uh, my voice and our good friends all on our different shows of the co-hosts and everything else in between fart regular content and if you like us and you missed us remember facebook twitter we're there youtube you can get involved with the show send us a message say hey man we're glad you're back please bring back better content because you know this is okay but what happened to some other people on the show well they're coming so don't worry if you like collins only fan i'm sure we could get in there collins only fans that's a sentence i don't think has ever been said and probably never will be said in the future I'm going to move on from that. Uh, thanks again to Casey. Thanks again to Jen. They'll be back next week. Uh, subscribe, like, do all those sort of things. And until we next speak again, I've missed saying this. Keep sucking those oranges, Hobart, and good night. Good night.